Good morning. It is uh, Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. I sound a little out of the weather. I am. I'm still very sick. So please bear with me today. Um, as an aside, I'm going to ask you in the comments for those later watching today and those in the live chat watching this live. Um, I have some inside information from what's going on with Church Militant and how things are going to be possibly changing there. And they, the source is ironclad. The source is very good. So if you want me to do cover that in a live stream tomorrow, I can. Um, it's it's a subject I have a lot of reasons for being iffy about wanting to cover. But I know that, uh, for instance, uh, Mike Parrott <laughs> at the rundown covered it in his own, um, we'll call it usual way. I would uh, be covering this, of course, in my more normal way, which is a dispassionate sort of distance to look at things. So if you want me to do that, let me know in the live stream in the comments, and I can possibly do that tomorrow, unless, of course, there was some other news breaking. So all of that out of the way, we're going to talk today about Cardinal Burke, because weirdly, like the story about the Cardinal Burke situation dominated Catholic news last week. But in the last 24, 36 hours, we got an update on his situation and nobody talked about it. It was kind of odd. <sighs> yeah, Anthony, my uh, I got a haircut yesterday, and the barber always likes to go really short. And the only upside to this is I won't have to get a haircut again until around my birthday in late January. So, um, rather hear about the canceled priest thing. I not really much of an update on that, other than um, the priest in, in general up gave us an update on his thing. The Coalition for Cancel Priests has not issued a statement, and from what I hear, they might not ever issue a statement, which is weird. Um, but I could probably fold both of those things in tomorrow, quite possibly. But um, we're going to go right here to the uh, go right here to the best reporting, I think, on the Cardinal Burke situation, which is from the Hiller, which says Cardinal Burke has been notified of Vatican apartment changes. He has been given his walking papers. And there, of course, the pillar does theirs without, you know, commentary, or if they do, it's more subtle commentary. They do try to be straight from the hip, neutral-ish kind of reporting, unless, of course, when they can't be, because sometimes things are so absurd, they can't. But this entire situation is now has gone from Burke is my enemy to getting dressed as mere enforcement of a Vatican apartment rule change. And we're going to, I'm going to show you why this is nonsense on its face. Francis changed the rules so that Cardinals have to pay rent at market rate for the space they live and work out of. He has the power to waive that at will, by the way. And what is the market rate for an apartment in Vatican city? Anyway, we don't really know, but it's going to be sky high. And also think about it this way. There aren't exactly a lot of lay people who live and work in Vatican city. So again, headline from The Pillar, Cardinal Burke notified of Vatican apartment changes. Cardinal Burke received notice Friday. <coughs> Excuse me. He must soon begin paying market rate on his Vatican apartment or vacate the residence in early 2024. Early 2024 here is uh, February 29th. And they don't ever tell you what market rate is. We, we don't know what he would be expected to pay. But we do know that he gets apparently a stipend of 4,500 euros a month. That sounds like a lot, but that's also to cover staffing situations and things as well. Now, I'm sure he pays a lot out of his own pocket for that. The man has 
books and other sorts of uh, of income, I'm sure he's fine. But this isn't exactly what the straight, this isn't exactly how, what it is we've been told it is. So from the Pillar report, quote, the Pillar has confirmed on December 1st, Burke received a letter from the Apostolic See dated November 24th, which explained that he is expected to begin paying market rate rents for his Vatican apartment effective December 1st, or if Burke is unable to do so, to surrender the apartment by February 29th, 2024. The letter did not indicate what the market rate rent on the Cardinal's apartment actually would be, since they're the ones who can set it, according to sources close to the process. But sources say Burke is likely to vacate the apartment, which is located close to St. Peter's Basilica and a building housing several other members of the College of Cardinals, and to beginning look, begin looking for other accommodations in Rome. End quote. So this isn't exactly an apartment complex that he's living in that a normal person is going to live in. This is where members of the College of Cardinals and probably high-ranking bishops and other prelates are living in. So what's the market rate for something like that that sits on St. Peter's Square? Take all the time you think you need to think about this. It's an arbitrary, this is an what we call an arbitrary rule. And it is being selectively enforced. In fact, that's putting it mildly. There is something really petty in all of this because they're, you know, forcing someone to move and not just his own personal residence. If it was his own personal residence, this wouldn't be worth commenting on. This is also his staff. These are the people who work for him, his assistants, all of them all work out of his home. That's how it works. So back to the article, quote, in March, the Vatican announced that it would end its customary practice of providing free or subsidized accommodation in Vatican-owned properties to cardinals, prefects of dicasteries, presidents of Vatican bodies, as well as senior curial staffers in light of the Vatican's economic crisis. Pause there. That economic crisis the Vatican is in is because people aren't giving money anymore. Not to the various papal direct, you know, Peter's Pence and the other su direct supports of the Pope's work. They're not giving as much to the appeals anymore. They're not giving as much to their parishes or their dioceses anymore because the Vatican can tax all of that. They aren't getting as much money as they used to. And they aren't getting as many tourists as they used to either. Tourism is big money in Vatican City. Perhaps at some point they will start to try to address what the problem is. But Burke is believed to be the first cardinal publicly known to be informed that the changes would become effective with his own residence. He's the first to be told. And that he could be required to vacate his apartment. According to Austin Ivory, professional Francis fan fiction writer, also known as the papal biographer, Pope Francis has indicated that the decision on Burke's apartment was not only a matter of economics, but a papal decision made in light of the cardinal's public profile in the church. So, meaning, you knowing that public profile is a nice way of saying his public stands, and we're going to get to some of those. For his part, Burke has said previously that he believes he has a duty to live in Rome. He said this because he believes that because he is a cardinal who participates, who can participate in the next con uh, conclave, and because he has an active post in the Roman Curia, uh, as we'll talk about here, he has a duty to live in Rome and not just travel back and forth. He's also not the ordinary of a see, well, he, so he doesn't have you know an archdiocese that he's the head of other than a symbolic one and a titular one in Rome. Now, according to sources close to the process, the Vatican's November 24th letter did not mention Burke's monthly stipend. So the, again, that letter does not mean said that he's not going to be getting 
uh, having his income taken from him. So again, this is important to clarify. This is why I'm kind of weird. We strange. I think that it hasn't been talked about much since this news came out. Cardinals residents in Rome typically receive a stipend of about $4,500 a month in recognition of their regular service to the Vatican. If Burke were to leave Rome, he would not likely continue receiving the stipend, but it is not clear whether the Vatican intends to continue, discontinue Burke's stipend, even if the Cardinal does re residents remain in Rome. There's some weird writing here. So anyway, and what does he mean by Rome? I'm guessing he won't be living in Vatican City, so he'll be living actually in the city of Rome, which is a separate political entity and strictly speaking country from Vatican City. So what, what was the cause of all this? Well, go back to 2016 and the initial dubia. But even then, he was in 2013, had, uh, had some friction with Francis, who reassigned him to some other uh, dicasteries. And then after the dubia, he was reassigned to the head of the, the head of the sovereign order of Malta. And then there were controversies there. And then eventually he was removed from that. But it really gets down to, I think the straw that broke the camel's back, as they say, was this. Cardinal Burke has given public addresses warning against the synod on synodality and how synodality itself is an attempt to get rid of the hierarchical order of the church. So back to the article, quote, Burke has expressed deep reservations about the worldwide synod process that will conclude with the Synod on Synodality's second and final session in October 2024. In a speech in October 2023, he said this, that the Synod on Synodality's working document contains statements that, quote, depart strikingly and gravely from the perennial teaching of the church. While Burke has been critical of many of Francis's initiatives, a source close to the cardinal told the pillar that Burke does not consider himself to be, quote, an enemy of the pope. That idea is odious to him, the source said. In fact, he has been very strongly an advocate for fidelity to the Petrine office, properly understood, and that's important to him. The pillar confirms Sunday that Burke remains a member of the Vatican Dicastery for the Causes of Saints and is a working member of the Apostolic Signatura, end quote. So he is on paper retired, but, is, but he hasn't been formally retired yet. So again, we're trying to get our facts straight here from previous reporting, not just from myself, but other Catholic commentators. But synodality is, at, I think, at the crux of this. And then, of course, in the most synodal move possible, the spirit of dialogue and listening, Francis is making him move. But here's what he actually said. So let's leave the pillar behind for at least a moment. And we can go here to the USCCB. Because the USCCB had this to say. Cardinal Burke says his concerns about synod are a sign of faith. Cardinal Burke, former head of the Apostolic Signatura at the Vatican and a former Archbishop of St. Louis, said his doubts about the assembly of the Synod of Bishops flow from a desire to protect the church and its teachings. And again, it takes a long time before they actually get to the real meat of the story. But he has been outspoken, reasonably outspoken against the Synod on synodality compared to a lot of other bishops. So most of the other bishops are just going along to go along. Nolo suggests that he has to stay in Rome to keep his pension. That's part of it. I probably. Um, well, Joe, it turns out he still has two active posts in the apostolic signatura and in the dicastery for the causes of the saints. So retired sort of, but not entirely. <laughs> Is this normal during the times of other popes? The Cardinal is the last one that hears about being thrown out of his apartment. Uh, uh, yeah, the, well, the Vatican is uh, notoriously a place where leaks happen. 
So here, let's take a look at what he actually said. So, quote from the USCCB. Much of Cardinal Burke's talks, he gave this, he said, what he said here was at a talk that uh, Father Gerald Murray and others were at. But much of Cardinal Burke's talk focused on similarities he found in Pope Francis's reform of the Roman Curia and the Pope's vision of a, quote, synodal church, both of which he said speak to, quote, profoundly modify the hierarchical constitution of the church. A weakening of the church's identity as one holy Catholic and apostolic in favor of a synodal church, he said, has a further consequence a weakening of its teaching in moral matters as well as in church discipline. Bishops and cardinals today need much courage to confront the grave errors that are coming from within the church itself, Cardinal Burke said. The sheep depend on the courage of the shepherds who must protect them from the from the poison of confusion, error, and division. That's what he said. That this is essentially the cause of confusion, error, and division in the church. And I think that was a straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. But that's not all we have, because the secular media has has uh, reacted to this. And it, while it hasn't been widespread, I want you to I want you to see this this doozy of a headline from the times.co.uk. Pope gets tough with Vatican opponents living in luxury flats. Francis threatens conservative cardinal with loss of his opulent home and tax free 5000 euros a month salary. That's how they're talking about this. No, disregard the fact that his opulent home is actually his office space where he actually works. And 5,000 a month euro salary isn't exactly that much. I mean, look, I can crunch that number for you quickly if you want to know what the actual conversion rate is. It's not that high, okay? So if you go with 5,000 euros a month, that is 5,416 US dollars a month. So we're talking here about 65, $70,000 a year income. Nice stipend if you can get it, but for a cardinal of the church, for a prince of the church who travels extensively, has people in his employ and other sorts of things, that is not exactly much money. <sighs> Roseanne is uh, clearly not a fan of Burke. I, I share some of your uh, concerns with Cardinal Burke and his stance on the SSPX because uh, he's on charge of the cause of the saints and Burke doesn't like the SSPX who, sh uh, who should be canonized. I'm guessing you mean Archbishop Lefebvre. Yeah, Lefebvre, you say elsewhere, should be. There are people tracking miracles with involving Archbishop Lefebvre, by the way. That might be news to some people, but there are people tracking those miracles. So that's not out, it's not outlandish to, to suggest that he actually has a valid cause that should be opened. Joe asks, will synodalism uh, end with Francis or continue another mask and name? It probably, if my suspicion is right, when Francis II steps out on the loggia, Maybe he'll call himself Paul VII or John Paul III or something. But when a Francis II steps out on the loggia, synodalism will continue, at least until it, the logical out, the uh, end of the influence of Satan in the world comes to its end, one, one century end, whatever it started, probably soon. How much does, what does McCarrick get? Uh, I don't know if he even gets anything, given that he's all wrapped up in the legal system right now. And also remember, he was uh, he was actually laicized, fully laicized. And uh, Colleen reminds us that rent in Rome is probably huge. It absolutely is, especially within a commuting distance of Vatican City. It absolutely has to be. That's going to be prime tourist area. That's a very expensive place to live. 
but yeah, that's the that's the, your Cardinal Burke story. We have also a little bit of this the um, the story was also kind of was confirmed according to uh, EN News over at Gloria TV that uh, there they do provide one thing that nobody else does: ten thousand euro month estimate rent would actually be that he'd be expected to pay to stay in his apartment in Vatican City. Ten thousand euros. Think about that. That's twice, more than twice, what he gets as a stipend. It sounds more like the Vatican is using the fact that a lot of cardinals are have or come from independent wealth or are successful authors or other things as their way of trying to come up with their budget shortfall, which is really just just awesome. <laughs> that but that folks is what we're dealing with today in Rome. So I'm gonna at the end of this, I'm going to make the same pitch I made at the beginning because we have like something like 15 times as many people watching this right now as this live than at the beginning. Um, I have some inside information from a rock solid source about uh, the future of church militant, what's going on. And I can do a live stream tomorrow on that if you want. Let me know in the, let me know in the live chat or in the comments, please. Um, Mike Parrott of The Rundown did one on his own channel. I know many of you don't care for him much and he uh, he's got a bit more of a dog in this than I do. So it'll come from his perspective, but I can, if you want, I can do one tomorrow on my more usual dispassionate arm's length sort of perspective on these things. But the information I have is pretty rock solid about things that are coming. So let me know if you want that tomorrow. Otherwise we, um, and I'll probably include a, a what update that we have from the coalition of canceled priests, because there really isn't one. The Father Lavelle did uh, issue a, a more clear, clear press statement, but that was about it. So I'm hoping that they issue something because the Coalition for Cancel Priests can't remove their head and then not make public their who their board of directors members are without causing a lot of eyebrows to be raised and basically validating everything that Father Lavelle is saying. That's what the appearance will be anyway. So we need to hear their side of things. So please get us a press release on that or some kind of public statement and that we can talk about it. Anyway, um, traditionalist Catholic, all I can say is, yeah, that's what it sounds like, but there's more going on now. And they met that organization may still have a future, but let me know if people want that and I'll cover that tomorrow. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this up here. If there are no other questions, what, if there are questions, get them in now. Otherwise I do thank you for tuning in today. And as is always the case, I ask you to pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein, Ave Maria.